Good morning, good morning, and good morning, and welcome to yet another episode of Popping Off with Feel the Podcast. It's been such a long time since I said those words, but it feels so right. It feels so natural. What's good, co-host? I love you. I've missed you. Um, I'm on the precipice of turning 37 years old. I don't know exactly what I imagined my life would be at 37, but I can honestly say I didn't think it would be this. <laughs> um it's been a journey. It's been a ride. And because something's on my heart, something is, you know, trying to get out of me. I feel like I need to share these things. Much of what I am trying to do as I move forward in life is be the most honest with myself. I find it interesting that you know, we we find it so easy to lie <laughs> about certain situations. People don't like to call it lies. People like to call it omissions. People like to call it being private or discreet um, or whatever the case is. I just think that we've associated being a liar with being a horrible person. And so um, we try to call it different things, even when we're lying to ourselves. And part of being 37 or a part of turning 37 is I just want to be more honest with myself about things. And one of those things is as much as I don't want to admit it, I have insecurities about the way that I look and it has uh, driven me to do some extremely reckless things in life, but grace Um, definitely saved me from myself. So I'm grateful for that. But um, I struggle with it. And there's a period in my life where I felt the most confident about how I looked. And that was literally seven years ago or almost seven years ago uh, when I decided, well, even a little bit before seven years, I would say almost eight years ago, because I decided that I need to be in the best shape of my life by the time I was 30. And so after my 29th birthday, I, I worked with a trainer, but it really wasn't the day-to-day work with him because I only worked with him once a week for about a month. It was really the the diet that I was on. It was extremely restrictive, but I needed to prove to myself that I could do this. And so I pushed myself to do that. Um, and I achieved that goal and, and probably lost 20, anywhere between 20 and 30 pounds in that time frame. I was, I had a flat stomach. You could almost see where abs were coming in. Um, my chest was flat and these were all things that I always had terrible insecurities about, um, growing up and even as a young adult and I was, I was getting there. Uh, my skin was looking good. My hair was growing. My beard was finally coming in. Like everything was aligning and I was really, really happy. But somewhere along the way, I, I gave myself the freedom to slack and some of those things crept back up into my diet. And because I wasn't working out regularly and actively, I just, it all just went away. And it was like the work that I had done was undone. And I met some people at that time in my life who have gotten a chance to see me as that person, but also as the person that I am now where I'm just like, fuck it, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. And they're like, oh my goodness, I remember when I first met you, so restrictive, all the things you couldn't eat and you couldn't drink because I wasn't eating or drinking anything. Um, But I, I refused to become 
this gym person. Like I couldn't see myself being this gym person. And I know I can name what that is. It's fear. It's another insecurity about being in a space where you don't look a certain way or you don't fit in. And, and, you know, this whole culture that we live in that glorifies the body and the image that we put out there about who we are and, and what we are, even if that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, but it's present, it's there, and, and we, we latch on to that and we want to be that. And so I just had so many insecurities about the gym, and that's what really keeps me away the fear of looking stupid, the fear of looking weak. I'm already criticized um, as a black gay man about my weakness and my inferiority to the 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 cis hetero man because I like men and I engage with men in that way and so anything that puts me in that space that makes me feel less than I shy away from but the reality is there are things that I would like to change about myself and I can't do it by myself and I will make excuses about I I can't pay someone to yell at me, but it's really just fear of being embarrassed or being judged or being looked at a certain way because I can't do 20 push-ups or because I can't do 10 sit-ups or because I can't run a mile without stopping or because I can't bench press this or bench press that. And that mentality and that way of thinking has kept me bound for so long. I was determined that I could look the way I wanted to look without ever having to step foot in the gym and definitely not going on a regular basis. And I was able to achieve that. But that didn't last for long because we're human and it's hard for us to live in such restrictive, uh, within such restrictive parameters for for such a long period of time. So things begin to creep up, but there wasn't anything that I was doing to counter that. You know, I wasn't watching calories. I wasn't doing anything. You know, I talk about, you know, people always talk about, you know, being in caloric deficit and and doing food journals. And I don't want to write that shit down. I don't want to fess up to it. I don't want to be honest about what I'm eating and what I'm not eating or or what I'm doing and what I'm not doing. You know, it's all of these things that keep us in this space of not growing. We're literally standing in our own way. And it's very unique because I was having a conversation with um, someone who was visiting me. And they were talking about all of the things that they had prayed to God for in the form of a significant other that they needed to be, you know, that they wanted them to be chocolate, that they wanted them to be six feet tall, that they wanted them to be educated and they wanted them to be funny and they wanted them to be conversational and they wanted them to be communicative and they wanted them to love themselves, but also have a love for God. And they wanted them to, um, be Greek because they're Greek and they didn't want to have to explain that world to them. They want somebody who understood it. And then God set that person in front of them and they've been fighting it every step of the way. They always find a reason as to why this person is not the person. And every time that they attempt to break up with this person or, or put some distance or space between them, somehow that person ends up calling or reaching out or making themselves known. And it's, you know, this person I was talk- talking to is a very a very faithful person, a very spiritual person, a person who stands very firm on their faith and their belief in the way certain things should be in and the order in which things should happen. And they pray to God and they've asked God very specifically for these things. And God has delivered these things to them very specifically. And if it's not God that you subscribe to, if you're a universalist, you're one of those people who there are things that you've asked 
for, things that you've put out there, that you've manifested, and then it comes to you and your shame or your embarrassment or your 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 unwillingness to submit, your 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 naivete, whatever you want to call it, your insecurities put you in a place where you question everything that you're seeing in front of you. You know? You're you're praying, you're 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 praying, you're beseeching, you're asking, you're chanting, but you're also in deep worry and deep thought about the very thing that you've kind of put out there into the world and say, hey, hand it to me when you feel I'm ready. Give it to me when it comes. Let me let me see it. Let me feel it. Let let it be palpable, palpable to me when I actually get a taste of this thing I'm asking for. And then you get it and you're like, you don't know what to do with it. <laughs> you're not responding to it in the way that uh, in the way that you should as a, as a person who's actually grateful to God or the universe for delivering whatever this thing is. And I think that 37, because every year I come up with a theme, is about letting some of that go and really just literally being honest with yourself first about what it is you want, about what it is you desire, about what it is you like, about what it is you dislike. It's it's really letting go of being passive and praying against and 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 asking for help against this whole passive aggressive way of moving through life. Listen, I lost my mother at 49 years old. You know, you we've come to a place now where arriving at 50 is like the beginning of a new life. And I think about how much life she hasn't been able to live in the last 9 almost 10 years um because she wasn't afforded or given the opportunity to start anew to get to that that half a century and be like oh I I can do what I want to do now I can conquer the world now because I have all of these things behind me you know and you get to that place where you're the reality is at 50 you probably have more summers behind you than you have ahead of you you some people make it to 100 but that sum is a very small percentage so it's living each one of those moments and I don't want to be that person. I don't want to get to my to my my bed, <laughs> hopefully my deathbed, and my my epitaph is uh you know <laughs> I wish I woulda. I I, I shoulda coulda. You know, all those things that you wish you would have done, you wish you would have said, those situations you wish you would have gotten yourself out of. I really want to challenge me. And so I'm since I'm offering this challenge to myself, I want to offer it to you to not be that person. To not do that thing, to get out of your own way, um, but to, but to first be honest with yourself about those things, so that you don't waste time serving the thing that doesn't serve you, being with the person that doesn't deserve to be in your company, making sacrifices for a person who doesn't, you know, who isn't the rightful recipient of that level of sacrifice. You know, being honest with yourself, kick something a habit for me. It's got to be the gym. For me, it's got to be it's got to be learning how learning how to swim. For me, it's got to be it's it's got to be 
saying no and not feeling bad about saying no because it's what's in my best interest. You know, I, I know Shonda Rhimes went on this whole thing of the, of the year of yes, but I've been saying yes my whole goddamn life to any and everybody. Those people who love me and those people who care about me and those people who hate me and those people who despise me. The yes has been the same. And in my mind, I've said I'm doing the right thing because because it is the right thing. But sometimes the right thing is no. Sometimes the right thing is hell no. Because you don't deserve that. You don't deserve that space in my life. You don't deserve this privilege of, of, my, of my giving and of my heart and of my spirit. You don't deserve that shit. And it's okay to be that way. So be honest with yourself when you're in those situations to be like, you know what? I really don't like that motherfucker. And I'm not a bad person if I say to myself, I really don't like that motherfucker in my head. And then in turn be like, I'm unavailable to do this or I can't do that. Or I don't think it's a good idea for me to follow through with this particular thing because we don't align. And that's good. Or for me, walking into that gym and being honest, listen, I'm scared. And this is why I'm scared. I'm scared because I don't want to be made to feel like I am less than or weak because I can't do this particular exercise or use this particular machine or lift this amount of weight. And you use that to further condemn me about being a black gay man. Because at the core, that's what it's about. It's what kept me away from sports. And now I'm like this tennis fanatic. I love it so much. But it's because it's the first time in my life where it's like, I actually am athletic. There is something I actually can do. Yeah, I can't, I can't pitch a ball. I can't, I can't, I can't hit a ball far. I can't throw a ball worth shit. And I sure as hell can't dribble. But I can play tennis for two hours and 45 minutes. And walk out of there and still have the energy to go play another match or to walk up all these goddamn stairs in my town home. Like, I robbed myself of that. But it was me. It wasn't anybody else. I was in my own head. And it's taken me to this point to be honest with myself as, let's listen, I'm not morbidly obese. I don't have the flattest stomach. I don't have the perkiest chest. I don't have big legs or big arms. But, you know, I'm not dealing with hypertension and high blood pressure. Blood pressure was a little high this reading, but not too far outside of the acceptable range. You know, I, my levels are right when I'm in acceptable levels when it comes to my health and, and, my, and, my, and my readings. But it still doesn't mean that I can't be better than that. And I've convinced myself that I don't have to be and that I can be okay with this. But am I really okay with this? Or am I okay with this because other people say it's okay because you're not that big. It's okay because you, you know, I could never tell how, how, how heavy you are because you wear your clothes so nicely. But is that, is that, is that acceptable? Is that what I want? You know, I've told myself that, oh, I'll never get in those 33s again, but why not? Why can't I? Cause I could, you know, you know, being honest with myself that I'm lazy about certain things. And, and that's another part that makes getting into the gym hard or eating right because then I have to cook and I really don't want to cook, you know, because I, I find myself in a situation being insecure about not mixing the right seasonings and it not tasting a certain way. And it's like, I tasted your macaroni. It doesn't taste anything like mine. Although I've been given credit on how good my macaroni is, you know, I don't do it the same way this person does it. And I was never really taught I kind of learned 
YouTube's been my school and, and calling certain people and just, you know, gleaning from different recipes to kind of figure out what makes the best recipe for me. I just want to be free of that. I want to be free of myself. I want to get out of my own way. So listen, if this message is beneficial to anybody, um, whether it is you personally or somebody you know, share it, meditate on it, um, think about it, figure out what your theme is for your 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 new year, because I consider birthdays a new year. Yeah, even though my birthday is in August and the new year is technically January 1st, my new year is August 28th every year because it's my beginning to 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 revolve around the sun. It's my beginning. It's my 365 days. And so that can be whatever I want it to be, or it could not be anything at all. <laughs> um, and so I want to start my new year afresh. There are things that I want to get out of debt, but you can't get out of debt if you keep making debt and you keep convincing yourself that you can handle it, but you can't. You can't. That's me being honest with myself. That's me being honest with myself. You know, my credit card limits is a, is a defense mechanism because it's 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 an appearance of something, but it ain't real wealth. I'm not really benefiting from it in the long run. Oh yeah, you know, my debt to equity ratio is not as bad as 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 yours because I have a lot of credit extended to me, but it ain't money. I can't really do anything with it. It's not working for me the way that it should be because it's not wealth. It's not intentional. It's not mine. It's borrowed. Life is too short to be operating on borrowed time. Borrowed somebody else's borrowed time, somebody else's borrowed money. And I just, I want to be free of that. And so that's what I'm going to work on. Is it going to be perfect? Hell no. Let me tell you, it's not. Um, And that's okay. And I have to tell myself that because I struggle with being a perfectionist. But let me tell you something about perfectionists. If there, there are 10 projects assigned to us, um, five of them are going to be done with the utmost excellence. The other five of them may never get done because we're so busy perfecting, we're not doing. I want to release that because it's not beneficial to me. It doesn't help me. It doesn't serve me. It doesn't allow me to grow, you know? Um, I mean, there are so many things that I can think about that I have not been honest with myself about and this feels like such an awakening moment which is why I needed to share it and put it down even though I know I haven't put anything down in in a while um it was too good to keep it to myself now I ain't gonna lie I took a gummy this morning and I think that it's allowed me to just freely flow and I, I appreciate that I own that as I watch my phone and pray that while I'm making this recording, no one calls or anything interrupts it because I don't want to go back because I don't want to edit it. I just want to give it to you raw, how I'm feeling, how how I'm living, what's on my mind at this very, very moment. Um, still keeping in mind that it's micro content and I'm not trying to take up too much of your time because I know that our attention spans aren't that long. 20 minutes is all you got. 20 minutes is all I got. I'm pushing if I get to 25 of them at 30, I'm probably just rambling. But 20 solid minutes of just releasing is all that you need to move on with your day. You know what I'm saying? It's the only, it's a very small disruption because it's really the length of a show with all the commercials that are built into a 30 minute sitcom. You got like an 18, 20, 18 to 20 minute show. That's all you got. And so you have to take advantage of every moment. And 
we know if 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 a show can't capture you in 18 minutes, then it ain't worth your time and and, and, and salt or gold. <laughs> Move on. But anyway, I love y'all for real. I wanted to share this. I hope that you have an amazing day. Um, and in the words of Tabitha Brown, if you ain't, don't go messing up nobody else's. I love y'all for real. Peace.